Hello, it's Sunday 19th of April and I'm looking at Acts chapter 1 verses 1 to 5 and with the question, what to do while you're waiting? Well, how are you doing? Three more weeks of exile and probably more to come. Well, at least I guess our movements will be restricted for some time yet. I've been thinking about the early church coming out of their pandemic moment the event that changed their and our world, the death and resurrection of Jesus. There was, was a waiting time. Jesus said, don't rush out and try and change the world. Wait until the Holy Spirit comes on you, then you'll be properly equipped for the task. So how did these small band of believers deal with their waiting period? Two of them got impatient and wandered off, as I said on Monday, their actions, one of the most baffling uh, aspects to me in the whole of the Bible. They'd been there at the crucifixion. They'd stayed in Jerusalem on Saturday, probably because they didn't have a choice being Sabbath. But when they heard the news that Jesus had risen from the grave, they disappeared. That has never made sense to me. Why on earth didn't they hang on a bit longer to find out if it's true? If Jesus hadn't decided to take a detour to Emmaus, they may have been lost forever. Thomas had got upset and showed his petulance because he missed out the first time that Jesus appeared. But he stuck around and he got his reward and his rebuke from Jesus. But he saw the risen Lord and he made that declaration, My Lord and my God. Peter spent his time carrying a burden. He denied Jesus three times. None of the others apart from John had been there and Peter wasn't sure how much he'd heard. He hadn't said anything. But Peter knew what he'd done and he carried the guilt like a weight round his neck. Every time Jesus appeared, Peter expected a rebuke. Thomas had been reprimanded for lack of faith, so surely he deserved much worse for what he'd done. But Jesus said nothing. He prophesied it. He had witnessed it. Yet Jesus decided and chose to stay silent about it. Many of us spend our lives carrying the burden of guilt. We're cautious about coming close to Jesus for fear of what he might say to us. I looked through the accounts of the first appearances of Jesus with the disciples and Peter doesn't get a mention. He's prominent at the news of the empty tomb. He's the first to go in and see the burial shroud. But when Jesus appears and shows himself to the disciples, Peter's certainly there, but he's in the shadows. He hangs back. You know, guilt makes it difficult to live in the light. Guilt disables us from living how God intends us to live. Guilt keeps us locked up inside and out. But the reality is that none of us need to live with guilt. Jesus died on the cross so that guilt and shame might be lifted off us. Just like when Lazarus came out of the tomb... Jesus gave orders to remove the binding that held him tight. So he orders the shroud off of, of sin and guilt to be removed from us, so we can walk free with him. 
Despite all his bravado, Peter was living in the shadows. He was not the man Jesus had chosen. It took a personal and private encounter on the beach for Peter to be renewed and reinstated to his purpose. Every one of us needs that private moment with Jesus where we get the opportunity to face up to our sins, our failures and our guilt. To repent, that means to turn away from those things and to turn to God and to experience the love and grace of God to lift those things off of us. In this period of waiting to be free from our captivity, let's not spend our time in guilt for past failure, but let's allow Jesus to set us free so we can be ready for all that he has for us as we are released into his purposes in the coming days. Amen.